It's a relationship. Relationship talk on 702. Yes, 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 Abel. It is relationship talk on 702. And uh, it's a relationship focus. And uh, we're talking about common relationship pitfalls and how to overcome them. Many of us are in relationships and we find ourselves having problems. It could be that you're not talking to each other because you had unrealistic expectations or you felt disrespected or you felt this person should have uh, spoken to you in a certain way or it was your birthday and no one said anything. Various issues. There are many pitfalls in a relationship and we thought, hey... We all have our highs and lows. Even the best relationships somehow uh, run into problems sometimes. And there's no escaping them at all. But if not dealt with, it could be problematic. And uh, they can lead to uh, chaos, problems, tears in some instances. And uh, many of the common relationship challenges couple face uh, a minor and can easily be avoided with mutual effort and understanding and respect but we don't communicate we expect people to understand what's going on inside our minds and our hearts by just looking at us uh, mysteriously they will know what's wrong with us but to keep your relationship running smoothly it is important to solve these problems or else you'll be moving from this relationship to the other uh, before they turn into bigger bigger problems and uh, if you're aware of them beforehand you'll be able to overcome them without leading your relationship to the verge of collapse some of the challenges that are facing our relationships uh, would be could be that you are overwhelmed poor communications but I'm not an expert in this the expert is in the studio Refilwe Hamedi dating and relationship coach Refilwe thanks for joining us especially in studio welcome thank you very much Tawo it's such a pleasure to have you <laughs> explore this topic with me I guess yeah I'm I'm happy that you're here because I, I've I've wondered when do relationships start to have common relationship problems is is there a phase where we say uh tabo is afraid to say no to refilwe refilwe is afraid to disagree with tabo because this is a honeymoon phase uh we're going out to the movies refilwe calls babe are you available today I'm like oh yeah 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 yeah, i'm available and i also do this when 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 does it start where those yeah. problems emanate um it depends for different couples but that definitely happens with all of the relationships because when we show up the primary i think goal for individuals is to attract and impress yeah 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 <laughs> um so we are functioning at our most you know careful our most delicate place we are well meaning with our intentions and then we find that um you know human nature that um storming phase of the relationship arrives because you cannot sustain that over a long period of time um, I always um, talk to couples about starting as you mean to carry on because I think in that phase, it's, it's hard. It's going to be very hard to offend. So the best policy is to try and be as transparent as possible. But operating from a part of, you know, like I found this person or they like me. I really don't want anything to go wrong. But um, some people it's three months. For some people it's a year. It really differs is how long you can keep up that momentum with, um, without your needs being met or without your boundaries being honored. You know, you always just like let it go and let it slide and think um, the person will somehow miraculously figure it out. But you've got to um, start how you want to carry on and that is as open as, as possible. Is it because we think when there are problems or disagreements, the relationship is automatically unhealthy? 
Definitely. And conflict can be a good thing for relationships, but not all of us see it that way. Mm. <laughs> mm. Um, you know, not all of us have the empathy and um, the capacity for forgiveness, uh, which is very necessary if you're going to embark on a long-term relationship because um, people are going to offend you. Um, and the biggest offenders are those around you, unfortunately, because you spend that much mm. more time with them and, you know, they know things that get to you and sometimes they tease <laughs> and <laughs> we know the boundaries over time. Yeah. Right. And sometimes we, you know, operate roundabout there, um, selfishly so. And sometimes we don't mean any ill intent, but you just know that, okay, um, you know, my girlfriend's away this weekend, so I really don't have to clear up to do anything because I know they're the person that prefers the space to be clean and neat and orderly. And then they come back a day early and then chaos ensues. So those are some of the things that as couples, we have to have a lot of give and take, if yeah. I may. Um, but yeah, a lot of us are going through that. And if we come to the table with the atmosphere of, okay, it's us against this now. You know, how do we find each other in the middle? Um, and often, um, to our detriment, we always want to win over the other, to show that mm. I'm right, but what I'm saying works. Mm. Um, and often when you approach conflict with that, then it's definitely going to be a lose-lose situation because, of course, maybe... The other one will concede because maybe they are fatigued from the argument or whatever the, the, the situation is. But it erodes a little bit of something inside them. Mm. Um, and over time, those are the things that lead to bigger problems. Um, because they are giving and perhaps you are not or they feel like you are not. Um, it's always the temperature check is always the most important soon after like conflict has been supposedly resolved you know you need to make sure that are we still good despite what we went through you know do you feel like that was the best outcome do you feel like your needs were represented in whatever resolution we've come through with and yeah the other one just maybe says okay i got my way and then let's move and and how do you do that i'm asking that sincerely because uh someone could still be somehow bearing a grudge of yeah. sorts someone yeah. could still be uh, stuck in that moment and you yeah. think that uh, it's come it's gone and we are happy now how do you do that s sensitively without seeming to be boasting about your recently attained victory over an argument mm, mm. that that one is a key one because a lot of us are guilty of it um, and also even the one that's not okay we are guilty of saying we are okay even if we are mm, not mm. Um, that is why one of the like it's the number one reason for fallouts it's that just that communication because i want this um atmosphere hurried and solved so i'm gonna concede okay okay you are right um and then you know maybe uh, two days afterwards you know maybe something happens and you find out that they are not all right because how they respond or how their mood seems to have changed yeah. you know it's important to revisit that like i see you're a little bit distant are you okay um, is there something we can talk about um and will you be able to talk to me when you are ready because i know that two people can move at different pace and that's that's always okay it's just that <laughs> when you stonewall and it's a long time yeah then you creating that distance that makes it twice as hard to reconcile you know you're raising something very important and i was just about to ask when you say to your partner or someone else are you okay mm. uh the almost 
obvious answer will be, yeah, I'm okay. Yeah. And uh, they're not going to say, no, I'm not okay. After yeah. what you've just said, I'm, I was made to feel this way and this way. They, yeah. They're not going to say that in yeah. many instances. Perhaps they do, but um, they are more likely to say that, I'm okay. Mm. And your follow-up question will seem pestering mm. and annoying. Mm. Uh, and it would seem as if you're not satisfied with their initial answer. Yeah. And it may even spark the subsequent fights. Mm. And uh, things will just fall out of place all over again. Yeah. And I'm just finding a way of asking you, how do you sensitively uh, you know, check the temperature mm-hmm. um, in a sensitive way mm. um, and in a way that would be effective to draw out the true reflection or the accuracy mm. of the emotion. Mm. Well, you will know your partner and most <laughs> um, sort of things make them melt. Um, you know, if uh, things are not working okay, but it's just a touch to say, um, should you want to speak about it, I'm here and I'm here for you. And remember, we, both of us are on the same side. And I don't want you sad or hurt or struggling, mm. you know. We are together for a reason, so share with me what's making sure. you not feel okay. But chances are they are saying they are okay, not being okay because you've made them not feel okay. Mm. So now you are not the safest person for them to talk about that. Mm. Um, which is why, you know, the support system around a couple comes into play because who else can have the mediating role without meddling? Um, you know, perhaps they have a friend that can need to offload and then maybe feel okay. And then maybe, you know, that little, um, you know, weekend with um, somebody else or mm. going to catch drinks with a friend, they come back and you see that, okay, they've offloaded. They, they, didn't, they didn't necessarily want to revisit the conflict again, but they just wanted somebody else to say, oh, I see how, how that may have made you feel. Mm. And perhaps you are not that at the moment mm. because you've offended or you feel as though your your point of view weighs more than how they feel sure yeah the 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 importance of distance and time apart Mm. uh from the actual issue that created the fire to start off with yeah that varies couple yeah from a couple i know people that um feel like the distance you know um doesn't really repair yeah (laughs) Um, because the the true measure of us having solved it is that we can be in the same space. Sure. It means that we are both okay. 17 minutes after 11 o'clock, my guest, Rifilwe Khamedi, dating and relationship coach. We are speaking about common relationship pitfalls and how to overcome them. At times, you're not sensitive or aware of your partner's issues. She may be going through a lot and maybe projecting. Oh, to some extent, you created those problems yourself. And you're not aware that she's still mad at you or he's still angry at you. Or the mood has changed at home and you don't know why. Uh, and maybe she doesn't pick up your calls. He doesn't pick up your calls, doesn't mm-hmm. respond to your text messages. And you thought the issue was dealt with. Um, and it's now gone, but it's still there. You can feel that, ah, man, this tension is still there. This touch is no longer the same. What are some of the pitfalls that you have experienced in your relationships and how did you deal with them? And feel free uh, to completely open up to us. And uh, Refilwe is here for that particular purpose, to guide us and to help us. We find it difficult to exist without relationships. We find it's almost impossible one way or the other. So it could be that there are certain things that always trip you over when you are in a relationship all the time. They happen. They happen. How do you work around those? 011-883-0702. 011-883-0702.
1802. Rifilo, what are some of those? What are some of the uh, easily uh, 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 low-hanging fruit, so to speak, of those problems that we, we, we experience in, and, and, and we can't deal with in a relationship? Yeah. So um, earlier I spoke about communication. Yeah. And um, it's a barrier when there's a barrier to you being heard because of things that have happened before. Yeah. Um, and then you get financial problems. That's a huge one for couples. Um, you get trust mm-hmm. issues. Um, the wear and tear of a relationship affects your ability to trust or to come back and be the same person you were earlier. Yeah, that's tough. That's that one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That one is super, super tough. Yeah. I, mean, um, I Yeah, a few people can recover once the trust is broken. I bet not to recover after yeah. that. I'm like, uh, how do we then become okay after yeah, that? Yeah, because often, <clears throat> the you know, the offense took place when you really held this person high regard. Mm, mm. And then for them to get to that place, it often takes yeah. a, a yeah. long time. And relating with them while things are like that is, yeah. you know, it feels like you, you guys are not moving ahead. But yeah. It really is possible to reconcile. That's why when you are embarking on a long-term relationship, you know, you have to have that empathy for your partner because rarely, unless somebody's like really malicious, rarely yeah. do we go out to offend our partners. Yes. We are, you know, people that are operating just very, um, we're not always plugged in yes. to the other person, always plugged into ourselves. And, you know, by way of just being yourself sometimes, um, you know, having fun or yeah. doing things in jest or not being mindful, you can definitely um, break yeah. the trust. A friend of mine, speaking of a broken trust and how it's difficult to repair uh, things and to be yourself again around your partner once that thing has happened. A friend of mine, I won't mention his name. I won't mention his name uh, because I know both of them. So I don't want to jeopardize their relationship. He says to me, you know, we're listening to music and we're driving somewhere. And he says, you know how nice it is to dance in front of your partner because you are vulnerable and you, you love this song. You want to show them what this song means to, 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 to you. And he says, I'm not going to dance in front of that person again. <laughs> she better forget it. She must just, there's no way in my life I'll dance again. She'll see me dance again in front of her. But I mean, it could be a metaphor for a whole lot of things, that element of vulnerability. But I'm just saying, yeah. when trust is broken, it, it really, really cuts deep. Yeah, and that, that one is a is a key one, that being vulnerable part, because you know, we're in a good place and you tell me things that are so deep yeah. um, inside of you and then we face conflict and there I go and I fetch those things and I throw them in your Oh face. my goodness me. Oh my goodness me. That's a so, tough one. That is a common one that yeah. you do because you, can, you only trusted me with that. Priorities, uh, if one feels that they were not prioritized at that moment, it could be that um, you chose to go out with your girlfriends uh, that weekend and I was in the middle of a bereavement of a family member or whoever else and I thought or I didn't communicate it but I thought you'd know that listen I need to be around this person at this time yeah. um, how, how, how does that work and how do you communicate it without also seeming like you're feeling sorry for yourself you know mm-hmm. and clingy and needy and you know how do you say but you shouldn't have done that i, I needed you at this moment mm-hmm. and there you went with refilwe and you went uh, to a picnic and i just needed you to be by my side at that point mm-hmm. that one is a, really a tough one because what we are often willing to do for our partner 
they um not always going to reciprocate in the way that we've mm. done, we've done it mm. um and it falls in the one of the pitfalls of communication mm. because if I've taken the time to be mindful and, and understand um, what's important in our relationship for you, uh, which means being considered daily, um, you know, whether it's acts of kindness or all of those things, then something will tell me that I don't think my partner would appreciate it. If, you know, mm. unless the relationship is new, new. Yes. Often you would know what your partner would see as you loving them or mm. them feeling considered. But because... Uh, like I said, we go through things and I feel like, okay, this person did this the last time. So mm. yes, they may be going through something, but they didn't prioritize me before. So yeah. it means that I have, a, I have leeway. Yes. <laughs> so yes. this time, you know, I didn't talk to them about it and we resolved it. Uh. No, I'm using revenge and other tactics in order to get my way. Yeah. And then only do we both enter the discussion to say, Oh, but you did this the other day, but you did this the <laughs> other day. And then the conversation is new. Whereas the first time it happened, there needed to be like, like it just, be clear mm. um you know when things happen that really are of xyz nature this is how i would appreciate you showing your love and support for me sure 011-883-0702 011-883-0702 paul you're in Joburg. hi welcome paul hi um am i on the air yes you are welcome morning we are all listening to you yeah, yeah clement so I was newly married, uh, my second marriage, so we're not young. Um, and my, my wife and I were just arguing and fighting all the time. So we ended up going to a marriage guidance counselor and she gave us a few lectures and told us how we should behave. And uh, then the day came and she said, okay, now I've told you how you've got to behave. Now we got to practice what I've taught you. And the first day or the first session, uh, the lecturer said to my wife, okay, now you tell your husband all the things you want him to do and what he must change. Mm. So I listened to her for about half an hour <laughs> and she told me all kinds of things that I was doing wrong, like cutting trees in the garden and giving instructions to the people that we work with that she didn't like. Then my turn came to tell her what I had a problem with. And I said, one sentence, you never give me an opportunity to reply to your problems. <laughs> and she got up and walked out. Oh my goodness me. Tell me that it ended well. It, no, she died, fortunately. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that, man. I'm terribly but sorry. But our relationship was just a disaster. I could not talk to her about anything. As soon as I told her anything, she got up and walked out. She wasn't interested. What did the therapist say when she got up and walked? It was the end of the therapy. She said, how can I help you? you your wife will not listen. Goodness me. Goodness. And how long were you married for? Uh, we were married for about eight years eventually. Uh, listen, aren't you a patient man? Well, Paul, let's hear what Rafila has to say about it. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing, Paul. Rafila, so it could be that there's one partner who's not interested in hearing your side of the story completely. I I, I know the notion of um, happy wife, happy life. Yes, yes. (laughs) 
Um, but I know there's been also pushback um, on the different partners' side um, about that because it's a it's a long time. Eight years is a long time of not feeling heard. So eventually, one has to question, you know, the reasons of being together. Mm. So how are you operating each and every day? Mm. Um, you know, how are you talking to one another? How are you solving problems? Because other things are going to happen after an incident like that. Mm. But I want to bring... Um, the the discussion of self awareness and you you know we are now being uh, discovering that you know the younger generation ourselves are being more conscious mm. of ourselves mm. and how we impact people you know like the the buzzwords that we've been given from <laughs> mm. you know a time when it was COVID like traumas and triggers and you know all of those things they have now entered the table um, so are you aware of how your behavior um, impacts your partner and do you care? Mm. Well, you know, exactly that thing. And I'm wondering to what extent does compatibility play a role? Compatibility, definitely. <laughs> you have to yeah. be compatible. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's the perhaps the most difficult thing to find yeah. because at first you're thinking, I need to compromise. Mm-hmm. I can't find someone who's exactly like me. Yeah. So let me just yield to some of the uh, interferences and make way yeah. and before you know it it's eight years down the line yeah yeah and keep talking i mean how are you going to find that out if you guys don't talk yeah keep talking because that's how you know that i i, I need to i can be a, with this person another month another year another whatever mm. because the more discussions you guys are having um the less things that are hidden or unknown or uh, even though you know hypothetically you can say okay what what how do we solve this and whatever until you get there you know it practically plays out differently but you have some sort of position to say this is this kind of person Mm. we at least um have fundamentals that are compatible in terms of values family values because yeah down the line once kids become part of the picture parenting styles can contribute to the difficulty of the relationship mm, mm. um and different life goals you know we some people get married in their 20s and by the time they're the, in their 40s they've um outgrown the relationship or they look different so you know in the premise of maybe you guys are married you promised each other forever how do you now this version that's now appearing how do you suddenly deal with them because yeah. you've changed and you've um, grown yourself mm. um, And is that still What you want for your life You know Without yeah. thinking about Oh but I'm married Isn't it interesting That it would be Small things That break up A relationship Seemingly small things mm-hmm. An argument That just happens And you decide that Well this is Straw that breaks The camel's back Enough is enough Bye bye um, and, and it looks very minute and frivolous to someone from the outside. Maybe you have that problem. 011-883-0702. I'd love to hear from you. Rifilwe is our guest, Rifilwe Hamedi, dating and relationship coach. And we are chatting about common relationship pitfalls and how to overcome them. Perhaps you're moving from one relationship to the other because you keep tripping over some pitfalls. I'd love to hear from you. It's exactly half past 11. Relationship issues. Relationship talk. On 702.
I said 11, actually 21 to 12. So if you've got somewhere to go, you're not that late. It's 21 minutes to 12 o'clock. And my guest, Rafidwe Khamedi, dating and relationship coach. We, on our relationship feature uh, this, this week, we're looking at common relationship pit- pitfalls uh, to overcome things that are happening in our relationships that we don't pay attention to and that trip us over and that make you look back after a little while. And you say, but I lost a good relationship. It was just over that. I really, really lost out on a great relationship. I'd love to hear from you. 011-883-0702 or 072 702 Morning. Uh, and studio. Uh, the worst thing is dating someone that is insensitive to your feelings and emotions. Meaning that if they hurt you and or say something hurtful to you and they don't see anything wrong with it and then they don't see a, a need to apologize or back down or apologize is the worst. It is the worst and you will die inside bit by bit slowly but surely up until you cut ties the person. Refile? I like I can absolutely understand. <laughs> mm. And the pain lingers on. Um, one of the things I, I know for sure is that it doesn't happen once. By the time you leave, um, you also feel like addressing the problem mm. <laughs> is useless. And you feel like, okay, even if I were to talk to them, because they'd be like, okay, you've changed, you're funny, you are this. But even if I've addressed the problem, the person doesn't hold capacity yeah. for what I'm feeling yes. or, um, you know, how I want them to, to respond. Mm. And one of the quickest ways to, you know, erode the health of the relationships is really to feel like your own feelings and um, thoughts matter more than your partner. Mm. Um, but it's for you, even when you feel like that's happened or that this person does not see that this has affected you, you've got to perhaps to give the relationship some um, some chance of survival, you've got to try a few different ways in making them aware. Um, because with some people, you say it once, it's like, okay, and then you say it the second time, mm. or perhaps model it to them and say, you know, when this and this happens, when at a time with both of you are not in a, in a conflict, yeah. when things are fine, you know, when you do this, um, it leaves me feeling this way mm. and see if they you know that they conscious that we should care how our actions um affect our partners and the minute that there is l- l- a lack of that you know the relationship itself what's the suffers. point what's the point exactly because you don't care about what the other person thinks just chill yeah. on your own and just fly solo yeah and if you're wanting a long-term relationship that's why i began by saying you have to be empathetic and you have to forgive over and over and over. Easier said than done. The call for long-term relationships is like what you're saying about not sweating the small t- stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the small little stuff over a long time, you know, is the one that it'll happen maybe the 11th time and you were like, this is it. And it will seem like it's something small, but you've been communicating, I hope, effectively over time because you also don't want to leave a relationship and say, but did this person know how their actions were affecting me? Perhaps yes. I, I could have done a better job of telling them. Yeah. That is why I'm saying, you know, 
when you don't have the tools as a couple, I mean, seek therapy, um, seek a coach, or seek somebody that can give you those tools. I love the caller that said, okay, we went to go and see someone. Yes. Um, but it seemed as though one of the couple decided that they are not going to pick up those tools. Um, you know, you can seek help. Nobody's taught to relate to, you know, like relationships, there's, there's no the right or wrong way of doing yeah. it. You've got to know your partner and you've got to... I think be agile in molding what you guys are building um, closer together and, you know, everything that you are doing want to lead you to wanting to be with them some more and not the, the other way around. And uh, it's 011-883-0702. Katlaho, you are in Kempton. Hi. Welcome, Katlaho. Hi, Trevor. Hi, Rafine. Hello. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, I'm, I'm in a relationship. You know, my heart is, is so heavy. Like, what keeps on happening, right, when I met my partner, he had said that he was from a relationship where he was hurt, um, where the girlfriend cheated on him with a married man and whatnot. And, okay, he got off that relationship, we made, everything was fine. I mean, it happened when I, when this is now when I think back or where this thing has started, right? I was so pregnant, and when I was pregnant, that's when I, I saw something over his phone, right? He was chatting with another girl. I never found, like, I've never seen him with another woman, but the chats clearly said that there was something happening. So I've always had that in me, you know, and forgave him, baby was born, everything was back to normal, gloomy, and okay. So this year we, we actually celebrated our six year anniversary now on the 14th of February, right? And just before that, end of January, I remember, so we've, we've had our ups and downs and we've managed to resolve, okay, fine. But this cheating really just keeps on happening, right? And with him, it's about okay, I'll apologize, and I know that Noka Kako is my person, and we'll get back together, she'll forgive me, you know. But I don't know how to overcome this. So fast forward to January, like we spent the festive season together, everything was nice, like I thought we are at the peak of our relationship, right? Then end of January, that's when, and I've always, you know, I always believe in those things, once a guy thinks, once he cheats, he will then, um, accuse you, right? Then it happened that the end of January, he tried to call me. We don't stay together. We've got a son together. And so I fell asleep and I slept and he tried calling and I didn't answer. But he, he then thought that, no, I, 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 I didn't even sleep home. Um, I slept somewhere and okay, fine. So mm-hmm. we were having this confrontation and Okay, he's all over me that yeah, I'm cheating on him in, in tears and, and I'm saying to him, I slept on my phone, switched off and sure. I, I, I slept, you know. And he was going on and on and on and on, a whole show. Okay, fine. Almost even got physical, like he became something else that I've never seen. So, same time when he was passing, a message comes in his phone. It, it's from a girl to say, are you home, Maurice? Then I go to him and... I say, okay, this this is what you're accusing me of, your thoughts that thinking that mm. I'm cheating and whatnot. Here's an SMS of a person asking you what is happening. Okay, he comes clean and says, okay, babe, let's talk about everything. I'm like, what? Okay, fine. Like, 
like, okay, like, God, give me strength in this. So and we spoke about it, and, um, and I'm like, okay, maybe, because he says it's nothing. What he says is that I met sure. this girl at Woolworths, and I just wanted yeah. to... Kathleen, now, where are time. you? And I don't want to rush you, it's mainly because of time, but uh, where are you now? Are you okay with him? Are you still together? And are okay. you working things out? We, 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 we managed to work, we, as we were working out the one, the issue, yeah, the, 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 the month in January, mm. now comes up a new one last week on our anniversary so he's having a video chat with us with the baby and okay we're speaking and everything is nice then pops up a message and you can see the profile it's also what he did is he connected the his phone because we were showing him the valentine's pictures yes. at school right so then the message on his whatsapp popped up and it's a girl's profile picture so I was like, oh, wow. So in yeah. the midst of trying to show us the pictures, sure. and there's, there's a message. Yeah. Yeah. So I say, you know what? Come clean with me. What is this? Yeah. So, Kathleen, you know, I, 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 must, I must rush you. Uh, I'm okay, terribly sorry to that. You know, where are we now? Yeah, yeah. Where so are we now? So now he says, no, you, no, this is nothing. What is happening is that this girl, I, it's, it's, it's online. He doesn't want to call it prostitution, but it, I think it's prostitution. All I wanted was a happy ending. I'm like, this is the person that I never deny sex. Like, I just don't know what to do. Mm. Is it going to just be another forgiving, knowing that, mm. no, that the will just forgive me and life will go on. I don't know what to do. My, sure. He's the dad of my son. My son is obsessed with him. Yeah. I don't know what to do. I don't know who to even speak to because, I mean... Yeah. Let's say let's say what Refilwe has to say. I think it has happened re- repetitively. Gatli, uh, please listen on the radio. Ne? Uh, we are going to get Refilwe to respond to. I'm terribly sorry about your deal. Uh, I wish we had more time to delve into other issues. But Refilwe, based on what you heard, I'm so sorry, That that really sounds tough. Uh, the questions that we should ask ourselves, and it's so hard. It, it is very hard, especially when you are in it. Is why do I think this is okay? Because um, the first time, the second time, and you, um, you know, coming to the party with that forgiveness, I, I understand that I earlier spoke about forgiveness, but why is, are you normalizing the fact that you are being put on the back burner and you are not, be, your, your, your wellness, your well-being, and the lo- him being loyal in the relationship obviously doesn't take priority um, and other things do. So why is that okay with you? Uh, that's where I'm going to leave it. Just maybe ask yourself, why am I allowing this and why am I still here? And I understand when we um, share children with people, mm. we think twice. Um, but we forget that we also model how we respond to those very same children. You may not be telling mm. um, your your child that this is how you behave, but they're going to pick up that, okay. Um, so when things happen, or women are allowed to be treated this way, yes. even though it is said um, differently. Mm. Or when things happen, this is how I'm supposed to deal with problems by just you know, not addressing and confronting them and advocating for myself. Because sure. especially if it's infidelity, Mm. He wasn't putting you first. So yes. how are you being party to that? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Tabang and Phil, I'm going to come back to you now. 10 minutes to 12. Relationship Talk on 702. And it's 7 minutes to 12 o'clock. I see Tabang and Phil have been holding for quite some time. We're talking to Rifilwe, Hamedi, dating and relationship coach. Let's go straight to their questions. I'll go. I'll take them back to back. Tabang, welcome. You're in Sibuking. 
Hi, hi, Tabo and your guest. How are you? We are fantastic. Refilwe? A quick, I'm great. A quick one. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Tell me uh, uh, about those people who cannot take, I'll come back to you. When maybe your partner calls you and maybe you are in the middle of something and uh, uh, you ask uh, for, uh, you know, to say that I'll come back to you in a moment. And uh, they want to pursue to, to talk to you. Mm. Although you have requested that, maybe look, hang on, uh, I'll get back to you. Mm. Mm. Okay, mm. Tabang, let's hear what Refila has to say. But first, Phil, you're in Pretoria. What's uh, on your mind? No, good morning, uh, Tabo, and uh, also Refila. You know, the, 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 in order to produce supremely happy or uber happy couples, we need to tell them that relationships go through stages. There's a wholeheartedness, there's the wholeheartedness, there's the, the power struggle, there's uh, stability, there's uh, commitment, there's peace. But relationships too have got seasons. Depending on how you, you resolve your problems, problems are necessary in any relationship because they ensure considerations of a diverse possibility that A is from there, B is from there. But now the, the important thing is that some some of the problems when they are not resolved they lead they, they the relationships spend more time in winter and, and 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 autumn rather than and when there are problems when problems are resolved amicably mm. uh, solved they spend more time in 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 spring and and and, 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 and summer well interesting analogy there phil and uh, of uh, all the seasons it's seasonal but how do you know that we are always in winter for eight years, we've been in winter. Mm. Uh, and, and I'm sure that's very difficult. And, mm. uh, you know, we don't have one size fits all. No, we definitely don't. And I, I love um, Phil's contribution in allowing us because our expectations when we start is that things are always going to be rosy. And the minute we um, have that storming phase, we feel like the relationship is over. And not knowing that yeah. in order for us to settle into knowing who we are and understanding fully that, okay, these are your boundaries or these are your ex then, you know, you get to enjoy the fruits that, okay, this is how I navigate my relationship with this person. Mm. Um, and just for the earlier caller who said, <laughs> um, you've got to talk to them. You've got to give them the attention so that yeah. they don't need to talk to you when you are away. Mm. Um, so it's, it seems as though it's an overarching thing because I know you will get back to me, but why am I insistent? It's because maybe I see that you are online and I want that opportunity. <laughs> right. Sometimes, right yeah. So it's, yeah. I, I, I really hope that when they are not busy, they are giving the person attention. Refilo, we don't have much time, but how do people reach you? I see some people are saying, how do we get hold of Refilo? They can get a hold of me on all social media platforms. My handle is at Mindset Mistress and it's at Mindset Mistress, Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and all of those. You have been fantastic as usual. Thanks for spending time with us. Awesome. I hope that we'll chat again in the near future. It's four minutes to 12.